quick word of advice, if you would. I'm throwing out the first pitch at the Chinooks game tomorrow night. The consensus seems to be I can't go like in front of the mound and do the toss. I got to go up and toe the rubber, right? Yeah, I mean that's full experience. Um, you know, a little risky for you, maybe. <laughs> for sure. I've never seen you throw. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. A new push, Vince, to save the domes and to reimagine Mitchell Park and the Mitchell Park Conservatory. How new is the push? Well, <laughs> like we've been talking about this for decades. We have we have never yet still established a plan for exactly what we want to do. There's a new public campaign that's just been unveiled called okay. The Future of Mitchell Park. And they have a website called thefutureofmitchellpark.com that you can go on. And the whole idea is to create what it could be and find a way to fund some of that and to get resident suggestions slash advice slash thoughts on how to create a sustainable, vibrant, brand new Mitchell Park and Mitchell Park domes. So going beyond just the the three domes themselves also, looking at the park as a whole. So the website, actually, I don't know if you've been on it yet. It's actually, it's it's very well done. Again, thefutureofmitchellpark.com. In it, it says the domes are costly to operate and costly to maintain. While the futuristic look may cast an impression of efficiency, the reality is that it's one of the most expensive properties in the entire Milwaukee County Park System to operate. And the deferred maintenance projects that are necessary for us to continue keeping the building afloat are piling up. So they're just trying to figure out ways to, how do you, how do you recreate that area? What does that look like? What do you do? Can you fundraise? Right now, and not a lot of money going into the parks, at least enough to be able to operate as it once did. Has to be public-private partnership if you're even going to start this conversation, because they're talking to just restore the domes kind of as is, to bring them up to speed with the deferred maintenance that you mentioned. Too expensive. That's somewhere on the low end of $60 million, on the high end of $70 million, and that's well, not doing any of this other stuff they're talking about. So the domes, uh, I don't know if they still do, but it is a venue. Like, it's been a wedding venue. Uh, Greg Matson got married there. Uh, And they also do have events like, I mean, we just talked about the domes last week in the news for several days because of the dead flower, the corpse flower. Anytime I go, we go for the train show every year and it's packed. So So people like them. So can we do more of that? Are there, is there enough to do beside trains and corpse flower? Like what else can you see or do to just make people need to be there? I think if you start thinking public private partnership, a coffee shop, something that brings people in and is a revenue generator, maybe a restaurant or something like that. But again, the county's not going to run a restaurant. The county's not going to start a coffee. You have to enter into some sort of agreement with some existing vendor to do those sort of things where the county gives you a lease where you're paying in, plus, you know, the county takes a certain percentage of the receipts. Yeah, it would need to take a cut. Yeah, somehow. that's sustainable funding. And again, that's not going to get you to $70, $80 million, but it's a start, at least as part of that conversation. Well, if you would like to uh, insert some thoughts on this, you can do so. Again, the website is the thefutureofmitchellpark.com. The Future of Mitchell Park. Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive and Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vetrano. Brewers on a four-game skid. We go again tonight against the Nationals in Washington. Lost 5-3 to three to the Nats last night. Despite that loss, manager Craig Council does see continued signs. The bats are heating up. You know, we didn't swing the bat poorly tonight. We hit a lot of balls good. That ended up getting caught and ended up being right at guys. You know, mess on the end. So it's three runs wasn't enough, but thought we hit a bunch of balls good, too, that didn't get rewarded for them. Story to watch today. Major League Baseball trade deadline fast approaching. General manager for the Brewers, Matt Arnold, has until 5 o'clock if he wants to get the team any more help. We did add another guy because the Mets are basically selling everyone on their roster. What can I do to get this guy on your team? <laughs> yes, exactly. So Mets got rid of a bunch of guys, including some stars. The crew added Mark Cana of the Mets, outfielder, batting two he He's got six home runs on the season, so not... That guy's not going to win you 10 more games, but it's something. It's another bat when you got some other guys not batting their weight on this lineup. Okay. Uh, They did give up a minor league pitcher in the trade. Meanwhile, the Reds did win again, so they're now a game and a half ahead of the crew in the race for the division. The U.S. survive and advance in the Women's World Cup. You can call it the MVP of the match between the Americans and the Portugal. Look out there! A break! A shot! Off the post! That's incredible! Yes, most valuable post. A shot by the Portuguese <laughs> in extra time. Hit the post. This was as the game was nearing its end. Yes, the game ends in a draw. Nil-nil. That means the Americans will advance, thankfully, to the knockout round. Now, there is some exper- uh, some controversy. Carly Lloyd, former player on Fox after the game, upset because the players were seen kind of dancing and laughing after the match. I have never witnessed, and just seeing these images for the first time right now on the desk, I've never witnessed something like that. There's a difference between being respectful of the fans and saying hello to your family, but to be dancing, to be smiling. I mean, the player in the match was that post. You're lucky to not be going home right now. Yeah, don't be happy. <laughs> next, the match match, the post. next match is Sunday morning. Don't know who they're going to play yet, but it's knockout round. 4 a.m. start time, Sunday morning. Packers back at it at training camp. 10.30 practice today. Had the pads on for the first time in camp yesterday. Packers cornerback Jair Alexander talking about the defense. Kind of in a tough spot because all these guys want to prop up quarterback Jordan Love. Talk about what a great job he's doing, what a leader he is. But also Jair Alexander and his defense are going against love every day, and they want to perform too. I think Jordan's made some pretty good throws, and uh, you know, no one's going to be perfect, you know. And then, I mean, he's going up against a good defense and a really good secondary at that, you know. Let's also take that into play. So I mean, we're just getting him better, and at the same time, he's getting us better. I mean, he's doing a good job. I mean, not like not against me. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty we're, good. We're pretty good, just an FYI. Pretty good on this side of the ball. <laughs> Packers family night coming up on Saturday at Lambeau Field. At 7.23 on Wisconsin's Morning News, Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski on the line with us here, the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Morning, Niz. Yeah, good morning, guys. How's it going? So, is it was the Sturgeon Moon the full Sturgeon Moon overnight, or that's tonight? Uh, technically, okay, so if you saw it after midnight last night, it would have been the full Sturgeon Moon, and then if you see it up until midnight tonight, it's the Sturgeon Moon. So, today is the date. It's so not, I guess you could do both nights, right? Yeah. Well, it's not typically red, right? I mean, is that, was that the haze that I saw this yeah, morning? Yeah, that was totally the wildfire smoke. Well, uh, then it needs night. another name. We have to call it something <laughs> Sturgeon. Smoky Moon. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or Smoky Moon. Or, or Sturgeon Smoke or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I noticed that too. I, I was driving around last night on my dinner break, and um, or actually it was when I was coming home. And yeah, it was it definitely had a really deep orange or I guess reddish color to it. It was it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, again that wildfire smoke back once again. But thankfully this time it's still higher up in the in the atmosphere. It's not like working its way down towards the surface. So our air quality is isn't affected as much that way. I don't know why we ask you always about the moons. I mean that's not really meteorological. I mean, it's in the sky. That's such an assumption. Good point. That, like astronomy and earthquakes, people automatically assume like <laughs> I am like an awesome expert at earthquakes. And just because I've been asked so many times, I have built up some knowledge of earthquakes. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I got like no background of schooling of, you know, of, of actual earthquakes. Hey, Niz, but, so our guy here uh, is going to be on the field What you're up in Chinook Park. What's the, the park uh, called? Capco Park Capco and park. Uh, Moonlight Graham Field for the Lakeshore Chinooks. So Vitrano's throwing out the first pitch tomorrow night. Oof. You've done that, right? I did. I did it a few weeks ago, um, and it was kind of for the moment. I was out there just for, you know, doing live weather. We, we, we were pick random spots and like the brewers were um uh on all-star break and i was like hey you know what let's go check out one of our you know um smaller baseball teams in town and they were like hey we we need somebody to throw out the pitch tonight they backed (laughs) out so you didn't even have time to worry about it and warm up not well it wasn't i did have a little bit of time i found out like an hour before so then the trick was though it was still during our newscast. It was like 623. So it was right oh, in the yeah. middle of the newscast. So I had to coordinate with producers and they were like, well, do you want to just do it on TV? And I'm like, what, really? So like now the pressure's really on. So I did it live on TV. So I had the cameraman come out there with me. We, I, put, I had my mic on and we basically walked and talked. So the only awkward thing was, is I think the people in the stands didn't quite realize we were live on TV as I'm just like, doing my TV thing, like talking to myself out there. They're like, <laughs> this guy's on. really nervous. <laughs> He's talking himself in circles. Yeah. So, so it ended up being okay. Um, I, I was like, Hey, so, so, you know, sometimes when you see first pitch, like, you know, do you just kind of toss it out there or am I going to, I want the catcher to go down. So I asked the catcher, I said, Hey, I'm you going to get down or, or am I just going to kind of just play catch here real quick? No, I'll get down. Okay. So, here we go. Yeah. So I got managed. Okay, so they have a little kid section. So take advantage of this, Vinny, because you're going to be like, I need to warm up, or else my my arm is going to be shot. Like I, I got to warm up. So they have a little kid section where they have like inflatable bouncy houses and stuff. Well, there's an area that you can throw like pitches for kids. So go over there, cut the line, throw some pitches, and then get out there. And it seems unanimous, but I got to walk up on the mound and toe the rubber, right? Like I'm not going in front of the mound. No, I asked that too. I said, <laughs> no. I don't want to mess it up. Like, no, no, go up there. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you can get up there. I think you got to be like Savannah like, yeah. Bananas. You got to be like the Bananas, uh, that Georgia team, and like do a dance. Stilts. No. Yeah, get on stilts, no. then throw it. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not yeah, doing yeah, any yeah, of that. That's what no. you have to do now. You're going to do great, Vinny. I would suggest <laughs> the warming up. I mean, it's crazy. Like, I mean, as we get up there, we're not kids. Kids go out there and right. throw a ball and expect good things and not rip your arm out. Well, Pancake, you know, so. Pancake says he's going to warm me up today, so we'll uh, get some practice tosses in. Thanks for the advice, Nis. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun, man. I, honestly, um, I love these you know smaller baseball teams. We have such fun entertainment, um, and the Schnooks are, are no different. It's just really a lot of fun, really cool little park.
and should be a nice night. Madison Mallard's in town for that one. 635 is the actual baseball first pitch. Mine slightly before. Thanks, Dennis. Have a good one. Yeah, we'll see you later, guys. Brewers manager Craig Council joins us on Brewers 360 at 745. Are you packing your lunch for later today? Chances are it's a sandwich. A new poll finds two out of three Americans say they could live on nothing but a sandwich for an entire week. And of 42% who say they're looking for ways to cut down on the cost of food, majority of them say they are going sandwiches because it's the perfect solution. Depends on what kind of sandwich. I mean, you can make anything in a sandwich. Well, so what is the perfect combo? Right. 39% say it's some type of ham. Okay. Uh, 26% it's cheddar cheese, followed by Swiss and American. Got to have cheese on the sandwich. So the top, Got to. top veggies to add, according to this poll. Lettuce, tomato, what else? Onion, cucumber. cucumber. I'm a big cucumber guy. Sure. Freshen it up. Give it that little snap. I like onion on a burger more than on a sandwich. But yeah, like is a burger not a sandwich? Um, well, I don't ah, think it nah, is. It could skew the poll results. Let's see a couple other things here: barbecue sauce, mayo, honey, mustard are the favorite toppings. What do you think the bread is the most popular? Plain old white bread. Nope, whole wheat. Really? Sourdough, multigrain, close behind. I don't think white is as popular as as it once was. Well, you know what? You, so there's all if you want to go like super luxo sandwich, you know, all kinds of stuff on it, all the toppings stuff, but there's some, there's also nothing wrong with that old like Wonder Bread sandwich with a couple of hunks of salami and butter right? and that's it. Or just a PB, <laughs> just <laughs> peanut butter. The <laughs> classics. News brought to you by Stein Stein Visit them at steinhoffels.com. Just noticed, Eric, is the networks are in coverage of the death of Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, died at the age of 70, battled with cancer. His star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is not Paul Rubens. It's Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, It's his character. But there is only one Pee Wee Herman. It's the same guy, but... It has to be one of the the most iconic characters in the history of TV, right? (laughs) You know what's better than Pee Wee Herman making that laugh? People imitating Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, and everybody has one, right? That's a huge part. If you're a Gen Xer, that was a huge part of your childhood. Pee Wee's Playhouse, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. So is it fair, like, I I know I'm going to get lit up for this. It's not for sale, Francis. Is it fair to, like, compare him, like, as an entertainer to, like, Charlie Chaplin? Like, if Pee Wee Herman, like, you say that name, everyone knows who you're talking about. They know the character. In fact, probably a lot of people don't know he had another name. Yeah. They think, oh, yeah, that's Pee Wee Herman. Whether it's you not. liked it or not, whether, <laughs> right. whether, whether you were entertained by it or not, still, like that was amazing what he was able to pull off. So guess what I want? A new brain. What a great burn. Remember when Francis was trying to buy his bike <laughs> yes, off him? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> My father said I can have anything I want. So guess what I want? A new brain. Can you do the whole movie? <laughs> uh, not gate to gate anymore, but there was a time. <laughs> when do we get to see the basement? 744 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstadt and Vince Vetrano. Packers practice at 10.30 this morning. Put the pads on for the first time in camp yesterday. Excitement about all-time great quarterback Peyton Manning, Hall of Famer. Spent some time observing cornerback Jair Alexander. They liked having him around. Peyton Manning? Mm-hmm. Oh, it feel good because, you know, we beat Peyton Manning in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> you know, got a little advance. You know, got a little, got a little advance off that. So it was always good to see Peyton. 
And the U.S. women's soccer team, 0-0 against Portugal, Eric, but that was good enough, right? That means they advance to the knockout round. They play again Sunday morning, 4 a.m. No idea yet who they play. And the Brewers and Nationals once again tonight, 6.05, first pitch from Washington. Don't text me and tell me technically it's not in Washington. <laughs> Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. Brewers manager Craig Council on the line with us this morning. Morning, Skipper. Good morning. So uh, before we get to a lot of baseball business, because the trade deadline is uh, 5 o'clock tonight, a quick word of advice, if you would. I'm throwing out the first pitch at the Chinooks game tomorrow night. The consensus seems to be I can't go like in front of the mound and do the toss. i got to go up and tow the rubber, right? Yeah, I mean, that's full experience. Um, you know, a little risky for you, maybe. For sure. I've never seen you throw. Well, it's been a minute, actually. Like, yeah, Baseball was my sport as a kid, and I played softball even into my adult years, but it's been a minute since I even tossed it around. Pancake in the back says he's going to take – we're going to warm it up today, but I probably should throw from an elevated position, right, to get used to that? No, no. It's, it's, it's going to be – you know, it's, it's perfect. It's a good challenge. you got to get the heart rate moving a little bit, and um, it'll be good. Good challenge. Who is the most memorable person you caught a first pitch from? Uh, I, I haven't caught a, a ton of first pitches. Probably, I, I think Bud Sealing maybe probably yeah. is. That's probably at, at uh, you know Ampham Field. But um, I haven't caught it. I don't caught catch a ton of them. Yeah, I mean, probably the the most memorable was the World Series and watching President Bush throw out the first pitch uh, shortly after nine eleven. Man, and, and ah, that's right. Imagine catching that because it's your job then to make sure the commander in chief doesn't bounce it. So if you yeah. got to dive for it, you got to do whatever. Make <laughs> yeah. sure that looks good. Yeah, Frame it up. Absolutely, absolutely. You got to catch that one. All right. So we got the trade deadline coming up, Craig. Uh, Five o'clock today. Uh, General Manager Matt Arnold has added a couple of pieces on the offensive side for you. Is there hope in the clubhouse here that there's still one more deal to be done? I, I don't know. It, it's you know we've added some nice pieces for sure, um, and uh, you know I think these the trade deadlines um, sometimes it's a frenzy, sometimes it's quiet. So it's 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 the market, and you just kind of see what happens. And and Matt and his crew are you know prepared and ready to pounce if there's a good opportunity, um, you know. And if there is, uh, I'm sure I'm sure they'll make make a trade to, to make us better. Whenever we add someone at the office, like a new hire or whatnot, Craig, you know, sometimes there's a card, sometimes there's even cake or a welcome sign or a celebration or whatnot. What happens during a trade? Like when Mark Cana comes from the Mets now, do you like introduce him to the clubhouse or does he just kind of show up and Boys, get to work? Boys, this is Mark. Yeah. He's new. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's, you know, these guys generally, the base, baseball world's a really small world actually so these these guys know each other um you know they know they have friends on every team really um so he'll he'll walk in and i think for any player it's a little strange walking in a brand new clubhouse but but in a, within about 15 minutes you're you got your uniform on and you're one of the guys and you're ready to go so here we go. Got a couple more against uh, the Nationals here, and then the Reds, they just keep winning except for against you. So I guess that part is a litmus <laughs> test is a good thing. Yeah. But uh, this is going to be a battle down the stretch here in the Central. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, we're it's two months left in the season, uh, you know, two two calendar months left, and um, it's a pennant race, and uh, that's what you expect. Uh, that's what you 
you know, that's what's going to happen. And it, it's on the team that plays the best baseball. And it's, and we get to be one of those teams that uh, gets that opportunity, and it'll be fun to do. Brewers manager Craig Council, our guest on Brewers 360. Thanks, Skipper. Appreciate it. You got it, guys. 6.05 first pitch against the Nationals tonight. 10-8, to 8, Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. Let's say you have a fish fry. Innovative. It's Fish Fry Friday okay. at St. Norbert's. And Packers Hall of Famer. Would that taste good when he was bringing that over to you and you're blending it up? <laughs> you're losing all the texture. You're, no. It would not be something you'd want to have anyways, would it? It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. So, Tauscher, bring this up because I know you love debating these life questions. Larry David is on uh, Rich Eisen's show. Now, Rich was a longtime Sports Center guy. NFL Network has a show. He's got Seinfeld creator Larry David on. And here's the question. If someone offers you a ticket to go to a game, a sporting event. Okay, I, I'm liking this. Okay. Is it wrong to ask where the seats are before accepting? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> great question. Yeah, it is a great question. And I think it's so if you're asking someone to go somewhere and they're your buddies and it's more important to find out where the seat is, I do feel like I'd be a little bit hurt. But in the same respect, now, if you're asking them to pay for the ticket, 100 percent, go ahead and ask. But if I say, hey, Eric, I got four tickets to uh, Taylor Swift, you want to go on me. And Eric's like, no, I don't really want to. I have other stuff to do. Okay, great. But if he's like, well, if the tickets are good, I'll come. If not, no. <laughs> that tells sitting? you all you need to know about the relationship of where you're at. <laughs> well, also, think- like, we're looking at this. Like- so Larry David's Larry David. He can already sit anywhere he wants. This is true. right? So there's, I, I think there's a... A differentiation between you know people like me. I'm just a guy. It depends so. on the event. Uh, uh, but let me ask you this, because I I ran into this. I'm not going to put names to it, but you would go up to the Metrodome, and the players' tickets when you went up to the Metrodome, they weren't very good. And at first, everybody was just excited to get in to go to watch the game. And then after two or three seasons, and you've done it a few times. Uh, if these seats are way up there, I don't know if I really want to go. And at first I thought, well, that is rude. And then I started thinking about it. It's like, well, if, if the seats are that bad and you're up there and you got to come to park and do all this stuff, I understood that. But in this instance, I think if it's your buddy and they are, they just, they don't go to a ton of games. They don't, I, I actually think. The golf question is even more interesting to me. Where are we playing? Because let's say I go down to Lock LaBelle, and I got a round, and I, I, I invite three people. And I say, hey, uh, we got three people. You know, we got a round, 2 o'clock tea time. Can you make it? And if their first question is who else is coming, I'm going to say deuces. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I don't, I'm not going to tell you. You either come and play or you don't. So I think golf is a little different. You're spending four hours. Uh, if you don't want to come and play, if it's just me and you, maybe we shouldn't be playing golf together. There's a way you can navigate around all of this. You initially express interest. Hey, you want to go to the ball game? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Where are we sitting? 
And then you later then say, "Hey, sorry, listen, came checked up. with the one right." You oh, evaluate, then, you privately then evaluate. <laughs> my kids recital, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. it turns out I mean, we got can't make it. <laughs> so, but the thing is, I think once you commit to it, and even if the seats are bad, you the, it is really rude to commit and then go. But I do think that you there's ways around. Well, yeah, that's that does sound really good. Who else is coming? That lessens it a little bit. But if you say well, let me know who else is coming. Uh, then I think you should immediately get rest of the tickets should be rescinded. Hey, I'm looking for four for the Ohio State for the Badgers this year, Tausch. So if you hear anything. Uh, well, who else is coming? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> 750. Is Gina Della? Hey, Vinny, let me tell you something. Gina Della's coming. We'll find, you, we'll find you four tickets. How's that? Absolutely. All right, I may have to recruit her. <laughs> Thanks, my friend. All right, see you.